listening to Heroes Initiative. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Heroes Initiative podcast. I'm here with CJ, and we're going to get back into our questions. Yeah, that's awesome. That really um, encompasses the Semi Now process, and I hope that... Um, Listeners will be able to just glean what they can from that um, and see that, yes, it's a long process, but it is definitely a great one, and it's one that really gets at like the heart of why are you wanting to go on a mission trip, and are you willing to commit a portion of your summer or your entire summer uh, to doing that and to serving the Lord through um, Semi Now, through this organization. Yeah, that's really awesome. Um, what's one of the highlights from your summer mission trip this year so i don't think i've mentioned this yet but we actually were not the only people on that trip so there was the college group but camp pinnacle also had a group that they were folks that were retired so probably in like their 60s or 70s or whatnot they were with the group called campers on mission where people who are retired travel around the united states just looking for different areas they can serve so we just happened to be together that week. So when the the three of us guys and also our team leader was part of that group, so it was four of us. When we were help helping with setting up that retaining wall and just, you know, hitting sledgehammers and chainsaws and all that kind of stuff, one of the gentlemen came over to help us. He was probably in, like I said, his sixties or seventies or whatnot. So we figured, okay, we're just going to do all of the brunt work and maybe he'll be able to help us out, like, you know, pick up a couple of lighter things, whatnot, because we didn't want him to do anything that, you know, could potentially hurt him. So the thing is, is that I really have no prior experience with a sledgehammer and neither did any of the other college guys. So we were doing our best, you know, we were trying to hit nails into cross ties or whatnot. So this older man, his name was Charlie. Charlie steps out and he goes, all right, give me the hammer. <laughs> and he just starts whacking that thing and it's dead on. And we're just standing in the background thinking to ourselves, man, this guy is humiliating us. Because what we didn't know is that for his entire career, he was a lineman for a phone company. And that means that he spent his entire career, he spent decades setting up those telephone poles across, you know, across the roads, across the country. So he had a lot of experience with a sledgehammer. So he knew what he was doing. So we pretty much just stood there thinking to ourselves, man, we're, you know, 20, 21 year old college students. We're probably near the prime of our health and strength and whatnot. And we were just getting absolutely owned by <laughs> this guy, but it's all good. We still had a really good time. And we also got to learn some pretty cool things. I got to operate a chainsaw for, I think it was the first time in my life. So that was pretty cool. Got to cut a couple of different rail nailings. So that was also a very interesting experience. It also helped that the, the way that the house was positioned, it was on top of like either a hill or a mountain or whatnot. There were a lot of trees. Mm -hmm. So for a good chunk of the day, the sun was covered by the trees. So it wasn't nearly as hot as it could have been because keep in mind, this is the middle of summer in Georgia. So we were prepared to sweat and we also had to wear jeans too, because of all the different kinds of shrapnel that could have, you know, hit us or whatnot. At least I wore jeans. So 
that would have been unfortunate if something bad were to happen but thankfully nothing did man that's so cool i also like how you called your highlight being um humiliated by an older gentleman <laughs> i think that's it funny. was a very humbling experience mm, absolutely um to be fair what was like a low light or one of the lowest points during the trip because i feel like sometimes with mission trips we may over fantasize or over um exaggerate some things but maybe not hit on the other parts of it where uh, things may be sad or things um, maybe you know heartbreaking to hear or sad to see so what's what's your take on that yeah so this mission was more so of a service mission so there weren't necessarily any really sad stories or tragic testimonials or anything like that that ended up being shared or whatnot I would say, at least for this trip, probably the most difficult thing was just, for the most part, being cut off from your typical lifestyle. So for me, my phone was actually, it had a pretty weak battery. So it felt like every minute my battery was going down like 1%, 2%, 3%, 4%. Yeah, I I got it fixed after the trip, but it didn't, we were also, you know, in clayton georgia which is not near any big metropolitan areas so coverage was already pretty light but that that was the whole point of this is like that wasn't our purpose of there was not to you know look at our phones and check social media or whatnot our purpose was to serve there so yeah difficult in the sense that we didn't have the same access to family and friends and whatnot as we would have normally we also again very sweat inducing labor i i know i felt really painful in my arms there was they were very sore for pretty much every day of the trip but it was worth it so there was a lot of physical fatigue that came from that trip but we did it with a smile on our faces because we knew that what we were doing was giving glory to god even if it was just something as small as helping out at camp that was going to be leading girls over the summer yeah that's great that's awesome i uh interviewed with um tabitha farrell who leads camp pinnacle over the um when was this oh i guess uh during missions discovery weekend um and so that was really cool to just see her take on um, just what Camp Pinnacle has meant to her. And um, yeah, just hearing your testimony about how um, your trip was in assistance to leading these girls, hopefully to know God more through this camp and through this campground. Um, that's really awesome to see like what um, so, what a week can, can do to have like such a big impact. Um, I think one of the last questions that I want to ask you is... Um, Overall, how did that trip impact your faith in Jesus and your walk with God? It's a good question. To be honest, I've been very fortunate to be on a lot of mission trips over the course of my life, and I have definitely seen a lot of change in my own life through that. But sometimes it's a lot harder to see that in individual mission trips. And I know that this might have been an example of that, where maybe you might have remembered like if you'd asked me this question about 
two or three weeks afterwards, maybe a month or two afterwards, I probably would have been able to give you a much better answer. But I would say just that sense of just being patient, you know, being patient that things to come will come in their due time because we had to, we had to deal with that in the sense that, oh man, like, when are we going to actually build this darn staircase? <laughs> because I think we finished the retaining wall on either like Tuesday or Wednesday of that week. And we were thinking to ourselves, okay, great. You know, we'll finish the stairs. We'll, maybe it will take us like a day or half a day or whatnot. It ended up taking us longer than the retaining wall <laughs> did. So there was a lot of frustration as I mentioned before, but again, that sense of patience, that sense of, doing work, tough work, not because you feel like you have to, but because you feel like you want to like doing it joyfully. Mm -hmm. That was something that really stuck with me on that trip. And also with us having that, that group of people who were retired, that was really something that touched me personally because just because you're retired or just because you're at an older age, that doesn't mean that you stop serving. That doesn't mean that, you know, well, I've lived a full life now and I'm not going to do anything else anymore. It's like, no, you're still on this earth. Like maybe you're not going to be able to do as physically demanding things as younger people do. Although again, you can very easily be proven wrong in that regard, but you still have the opportunity to serve. You, you might be able to go on mission trips, overseas, across the country, or maybe it's just something as simple as serving at your church or serving in the local community. But retirement does not mean you just get to sit at your home all day because frankly, who wants to do that? Like who wants to do that for the rest of their lives, the next 20 or so years of their life after they retire? It's just like, that's a boring life. You got to live a fulfilling life. That's something that John Piper, some a guy that's really impacted my faith has said a lot like don't waste your life just because you're retired don't collect a bunch of seashells for 15 or 20 years when you can still be out there serving the lord so that's something that really struck with me that's awesome man that reminds me of a church service that i was just at at my home church um talking about that very topic the pastor uh he's really um adamant about just like don't give up things just because you've aged or just because you've gotten older because um, God has still allowed you to have breath in your lungs for these days. So use that to glorify him. And so I think even we as young people can still use that um, mentality that even though we may feel like we're in a sort of dry season in our faith, or maybe if we think we're super busy even, and we're not very focused on um, who God is because we have a lot of other um, I guess responsibilities to tend to that also should not mean that we are just stagnant and we're not serving the Lord in some capacity. So all around that is super encouraging for um, really any age group, I would say. Um, and then one last question I have for you. How can I be praying for you and praying for Camp Pinnacle? I guess maybe as far as the camp is concerned, just that they continue to see the same amount of results in that that continues to be something that pours into the lives of girls throughout a summer 
you know, repeating on a yearly basis and whatnot. Because I know some people that have gone through Camp Pinnacle and at least, at the very least, it's touched their lives. And at the most, it's really impacted their lives and it's sort of brought them to a new sense of faith they didn't realize they could have before. Personally, I would just say, and I probably said this before, but just making the most out of the time that I have left because I'm only here for a few more months, probably by the time a lot of y'all may be watching this, I'll be graduating by now. But yeah, just making the most out of the time that I have left here at Tech and then making the most out of the time that I have afterwards. Because like I said earlier, it's really important that we're content with where we are now. It's really important that we make the most out of where we are right now because that's exactly where God has put us. Mm -hmm. And why would we want to waste that? Well, awesome. Thank you so much for your honesty and your um, just coming to uh, film this podcast with me. And thank you to our listeners and viewers for um, listening and viewing me and CJ talk about this. So I'm so excited for what God is going to do in your life, CJ, and I'm excited to go to Covington tomorrow. Um, so thank you guys for watching and listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye! Thanks for listening to Heroes Initiative.